The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuiv. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Poetry Circle. Uh, my name is Anya, and you're all very welcome. And if you listen to the programme and you think, well, there's something I would like to include, then please contact us. Or if you have written something and you'd like to read it yourself, or I could read it, then please contact us. And if you'd like to contact us, you can contact us at riccradio2020 at gmail.com. Now we'll start. Um, sometimes when I'm picking out poetry and maybe favourite po- poems of mine and ones that you might have heard, uh, as it happens today, um, they're all English uh, poets. And um, I have included a lovely one by William Butler Yeats, W.B. Yeats. But he was born in York, Yorkshire, so I mean, we may claim him as being Irish, but he is actually he was actually born in England. Now, I'm going to start with a favourite one of mine, and I think you might have heard it maybe at some stage, and it's called The Donkey. Now, The Donkey was written by G.K. Chesterton. G.K. Chesterton. And he was born in 1874 in London and died in 1936. And he was a lay theologian and uh, an English writer of many poems. He has the collected poems which were produced in 1927. So we'll start with the donkey. When fishes flew and forests walked and figs grew upon them, Some moment when the moon was blood, then surely I was born. With monstrous head and sickening cry, and ears like errant wings, the devil's walking parody on all four-footed things. The tattered outlaw of the earth, of ancient crooked will, starve, scourge, deride me, I am dumb, I keep my secret still. Fools, for I also had my hour, one far fierce hour and sweet. There was a shout above my ears and palms before my feet. That's a beautiful poem, and some people would say that uh, what he's talking about is um, the Lord riding upon the donkey in to various towns and... uh, uh, a shout above my ears and palms before my feet and throwing the palms at his feet. So I hope you enjoy that. Now, the second poem I'm going to read is The Listeners by Walter de la Mare. Now, Walter de la Mare was a very elegant poet, born in 1873 in Kent, died at aged 83 in 1956 in London. He was a writer, but he wrote not only poetry, but supernatural fiction and particularly children's literature. And he got a particular award, which was the James Tate Black Prize for Poetry. And the poem that I'm reading now, The Listener, is the one he's best remembered for. He wrote psychological horror stories out of the deep. And it was memoirs of a midget that won him the James Tate Prize. Collected stories for children won the 1947 Carnegie Medal for British Children's Books. So this is... Walter de la Mare, who wrote The Listeners. <clears throat> Is there anybody there, said the traveller, knocking on the moonlit door. And his horse in the silence champed the grasses of the forest's ferny floor. 
and a bird flew out of the turret above the traveller's head. And he smote upon the door again a second time. Is there anybody there, he said. But no one descended to the traveller. No head from the leaf-fringed sill leaned over and looked into his grey eyes, where he stood perplexed and still. But only a host of phantom listeners that dwelt in the lone house then stood listening in the quiet of the moonlight to that voice from the world of men, stood thronging the faint moonbeams on a dark stair that goes down to the empty hall, hearkening in an air stirred and shaken by the lonely traveller's call. And he felt in his heart their strangeness, their stillness answering his cry, while his horse moved, cropping the dark turf, neat the starred and leafy sky. For suddenly he smote on the door, even louder, and lifted his head. Tell them I came, and no one answered, that I kept my word, he said. Never the least stir may the listeners, though every word he spake fell echoing through the darknesses of the still house from the one man left awake. Aye, they heard his foot upon the stirrup and the sound of iron on stone, and how the silence surged softly backwards when the plunging hooves were gone. Beautiful poem, Walter Delamere. I hope you enjoy that. Now, we're all familiar with the um, plays of uh, William Shakespeare. Um, And between plays and sonnets poetry, he wrote 37 in all. And um, he lived from 1564 to 1616, married Anne Hathaway. And uh, the poem I'm going to read now is a sonnet, 98, by William Shakespeare. Hope you enjoy it. From you have I been absent in the spring when proud-pied April, dressed in all his trim, had put a spirit of youth in everything that heavy Saturn laughed and leapt within him. Yet nor the lays of birds nor the sweet smell of different flowers in odour and in hue could make me any summer's story tell or from their proud lap pluck them where they grow. Nor did I wonder at the lily's white, nor praise the deep vermilion in the rose. They were sweet, but figures of delight drawn after you, you pattern of all those. Yet seemed it winter still, and you away, as with your shadow, I with these did play. A sonnet. Now the difference between an ordinary poem and a sonnet is that a sonnet has 14 lines in it. And there are the 14 lines of that. Um, W.B. Yeats, very interesting. W.B. Yeats and his brother, very interesting. Um, born in uh, England, but uh, obviously his ties with Ireland and republicanism and politics and Sligo and uh, Countess Markovitch and the beautiful poetry and the beautiful words that he wrote. Are, are lovely and the one I'm going to read for you now is He Wishes for the Cloths of Heaven by W.B. Yeats that's William Butler Yeats Had I the heavens embroidered cloths enwrought with golden and silver light the blue and the dim and the dark cloths 
of night and light and the half-light. I would spread the cloths under your feet, but I, being poor, have only my dreams. I have spread my dreams under your feet. Thread softly, because you thread on my dreams. Beautiful words there. William Butler Yeats. Now we come on to an, uh, an interesting lady, Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Um, Elizabeth Bar- Barrett Browning was born in 1806 and died in 1861. Uh, interesting because she married Robert Browning and she had to keep the Barrett name, according to her family, or else she would lose her inheritance. So therefore she becomes Elizabeth Barrett Browning, not her own wish, but the wish of the family. Um, they said of her that she had a smile like a sunbeam and as I said she was born in 1806 and in 1845 she met Robert Browning uh, very happily married and she died in Italy and was buried in Florence now he's known as well for his own poems Robert Browning but this is her one um, How Do I Love Thee by Elizabeth Barrett Browning How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight. For the ends of being an ideal grace, I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for right. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love with the passion put to use in my own griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seemed to lose, with lost saints. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God chooses, I shall love thee better after death. How do I love thee? By Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Now... Edith uh, Nesbitt um, uh, was a poet who wrote a lot for children and uh, she's again London-born in 1858 and uh, lovely poems for children to read because they can identify with the language. And this one is A Child's Song in Spring by Edith Nesbitt. Silver Birch is a dainty lady. She wears a satin gown. The elm tree makes the old churchyard shady. She will not live in town. The English oak is a sturdy fellow. He gets his green coat late. The willow is smart in a suit of yellow, while brown the beech trees wait. Such a gay green gown God gives the larches, as green as he is good. The hazel holds up their arms for arches when spring rides through the wood. The chestnut's proud and the lilac's pretty, the poplar's gentle and tall, but the plain trees kind to the poor old dull city, I love him best of all. Okay, if you were trying, I suppose, to to introduce children to trees and uh, the difference, that would be a lovely poem. So that's The Child's Song in Spring, a poem by Edith Nesbitt. Now, a bit of nonsense. Um, The Song of Mr. Toad, written by Kenneth Graham, um, 
who loved the sea and uh, Scottish, and he wrote The Wind in the Willows, which we probably all know. And uh, he had a tragedy in his family by losing his son. And he wrote a lot of uh, interesting, interesting poems and prose. So now, The Song of Mr. Toad by Kenneth Graham. The world has held great heroes, as history books have showed, but never a name to go down to fame. Compare that to Mr. Toad, the clever man at Oxford. Know all that is to be known, but none of them knew one half as much as intelligent Mr. Toad. The animals sat in the ark and cried. Their tears in torrents fell. Who was it said there's land ahead, encouraging Mr. Toad? The army all saluted as they marched along the road. Was it King or Kitchener? No, it was Mr. Toad. The Queen and her ladies-in-waiting sat at the window and sewed. Ooh, she cried, look, who's that handsome man? And they answered, Mr. Toad. So a little bit of nonsense. Now, I'll finish today by a very short piece by Hilaire Belloc, um, who was born in France and died at the age of 82 in Surrey. He was a writer, historian, a sailor, a polit- political activist, Catholic. So he was a, a much uh, a rounded individual. And it's called, very short, you'll miss it if you turn around, The Elephant by Hilaire Belloc. When people call this beast to mind, they marvel more and more at such a little tail behind, so large a trunk before. Okay, now that's the selection of poetry today. If if you like that type of poetry, please uh, let us know. And again, if there's anything you would like to send in to us or come in yourself and read a poem, we'd be delighted to see you at riccradio2020 at gmail.com is our email address, so all comments would be welcomed. Thank you very much indeed. The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuiv.